the million death mark. So, um, um, and I had to tell, tell someone to tell their, their, their cousin them yesterday that at St. Paul, this is how we're going to flow for the mean, for the meanwhile. And if they have issues, they can watch us online. And if they don't like what we're doing, they can go somewhere else. I am at that point as far as my life and church is concerned. Because last thing we need is folks creating dissension as far as our house is concerned. Amen. 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 So we're going to have worship. We're going to have us a good time in the Lord. And, um, oh, it's about 25, 20, 24 minutes, 24 seconds. All right. So, um. Let's see what the Lord is going to do as far as our time together is concerned. Ushers, ushers, ushers. Okay, sister, I got a special guest that's coming in. And so um, um, when she get here, if you could um, get her seated somewhere up close, okay? All right. Those who are able, if you will, put your hands together. Let's give the Lord the praise he so richly and rightfully deserve. I want to say happy Mother's Day to all the mothers that are in the house. We thank God for you. Um, to all of those that are watching us online, if you're watching us on Facebook, Vimeo, or YouTube, or engaging in our live chat room found on our church website, welcome to St. Paul Online. Our digital ministers and social media influencers are ready to engage you this morning. So real quick, if you are watching us on Facebook, share on your personal timeline, tag people you want to invite to this post. If you're on YouTube, subscribe to our YouTube channel and text the link of this worship service to your personal network. And if you're in the chat room um, on our church website, click on the invite button in the chat window to share this experience with others. And one more thing I need you to do, uh, if you're uh, on our various platforms, if you would put in your chat where you're watching us from, amen. Um, wherever you're watching us from, if you would put that in the chat, all right? Uh, Reverend Brenda Richardson is going to come and she's going to lead us in our worship experience. And so let's give the Lord the praise he so richly and rightfully deserved. Good morning, everybody. Come on, why don't you stand to your feet? This is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice and I will be glad in it. I will rejoice. And I'm going to be happy about it because the Lord made this day for me. He made it for you because the Lord is good. His mercy endures forever and ever and ever. Put your hands together. Put your hands together. Let's join the choir as they sing uh, something that you might know about. That there is power in the blood. Oh, 
himself to behold the things that are in the heavens and in the earth. He raises the poor out of the dust and lifts the needy out of the ash heap that he may seat him with princes, with princes of his people. He grants the barren woman a home like a joyful mother of children. Praise the Lord. Let us pray. Father God, we thank you for this day. You are awesome. You are hallowed. You are above everything. You are majestic, God. We hallow and we glorify your holy and righteous name. God, we thank you now, even for this time in this building, in this sanctuary. We've come to worship you, to worship you in spirit and in truth. God, I pray that the Holy Spirit may saturate everyone, young and old that they may feel what we what they should feel, God, in their hearts, that they will love like they ought to love, like they will hear what they ought to hear. God, we pray that our ears will be open to the preached word that will soothe and that will calm those aching feelings, God. We thank you for the preached word. We thank you for everyone that is in operation. We thank you for the music. It is hallowed. It is set aside. All of this time is all about you, God. It's all about you. So now, God, get us excited about your word and our time here. It is hallowed. It is set aside for you. We honor and glorify your name in everything that we say and do in this building and in this space. It is in your name that I pray and I call it done. Amen. 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 You may have your seats in the presence of your Lord, of the Lord. 
Regina, put your hands together for our men's choir.
celebrate and let's give God praise. Come on and let's celebrate our brothers who have been blessing us with their gift of song. Good morning. Good morning, St. Paul, and happy Mother's Day to all the mothers that are in the house and that are watching us online. Um, if you are a mother, biologically, legally, or even spiritually, I just want you to stand right now so that we can applaud you. Or if you're watching us online, if you would stand, I want to applaud you and give God praise for you. We thank God for mothers. We thank God for mothers. And you all look so lovely and it's so good to see each and every one of you in the Lord's house this morning. Um, as I move forward, as far as observations are concerned, and I really want to just continue to place stress upon next weekend, which is going to be our annual Women's Weekend. The women of worth are excited to celebrate Women's Weekend, and the theme is, I Know Who I Am, from Ephesians 1.11. And every woman of St. Paul is invited to partake in the festivities on next weekend. So Saturday, uh, there is their own version of Dinner in Blanc. Uh, that's French for Dinner in White or something like that. Uh, but whatever you want to wear, wear it. There's a phenomenon that's happening around the world with a fabulous picnic. Each woman can choose the color that best represents who you are. Bring your blanket, chairs, decoration, and lunch in order to set up your spot at the picnic. Um, the picnic will be held from 11.30 uh, a.m. to 3.30 p.m. at the Lada Nature Preserve, 6211 Sample Road, Huntersville, North Carolina, shelter number three. There will be both covered area and trees surrounding you for your feast. Uh, so bring your lunch, friends, family, and come out and fellowship. And I want y'all to take pictures and post it online, amen, about the good time you're having as far as that celebration is concerned. Also, 
We're celebrating through service and we'll be accepting donations in partnership with a giving heart for I Feel Pretty Kit. You can donate feminine hygiene products, underwear, makeup, shampoo, body lotion, lipstick, perfume, soap, uh, women products, uh, uh, tampons, pads, toothpaste, dental floss, washcloths, facial cleanser, socks, etc. so that we can provide essentials for women who have to flee their homes due to violence. Then on next Sunday, Women's Day, our guest preacher will be the Reverend Dr. Leslie Callahan, the pastor of the St. Paul's Baptist Church in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. All the women of St. Paul dress in white. Uh, we know who we are in God and not ashamed to rejoice. So we're looking forward to a wonderful time as far as worship is concerned on next week. And um, we're looking forward to uh, our sisters being blessed uh, in particular and all of us being blessed in general. Also, I just want to let you all know it's scholarship time. So scholarship applications are available for graduating high school disciples. Class of 2022, you have the opportunity to receive funds for future collegiate endeavors from our academic resource ministry, Men of Valor, and the Deacons Family Ministry. The application packets are online uh, on our website. And so check out those requirements because they vary from application to application. The deadline is Sunday. Sunday, May 29th. And for any questions, contact um, Deacon in Training, uh, Sister Tanya Grimes, for further information. Um, before I go to our sick and shut-in, uh, I had mentioned earlier to those that were here prior to us going live, but I need to continue to stress. I need to continue to stress. I know we're back in church. Um, we got more people that are coming back in church. I'm glad to see you back in church, but I am not going to be putting a guilt trip on you if you don't come back in person. If you watch us online, that's fine. If you're praying for us online, that's fine. Because the way things we used to do has shifted. So we're in what is now called the digital age as far as doing work, church, and all that stuff. Why am I saying this? I'm saying this because we're going to be like this for a while. We're going to have to wear a mask. Uh, within certain closed settings for a while. I was at a meeting in Durham this past week for our General Baptist State Convention, and basically we wore masks, but there was no distance. I mean, everybody was a bunch on e each other. And I leaned over to one of my partners, and I told him, I said, man, as soon as I get out of here, I'm going to take a shower and a COVID test. Because COVID is still out there. It's still out there. It is still out there. Now, I know that the city, county, and state have relaxed some things as far as that's concerned, but um, doctors and others are saying that there's going to be a summer surge. So I just want us to be safe and careful here at St. Paul. So, disciples, I need you to help me with your cousins um, and, and, and others because um, I just want you all to know that we're going to be wearing masks for a while still. And if they come to St. Paul, because there are some people out there saying COVID isn't real, why y'all wearing masks, why you can't sit where you want to, you could do that anywhere else. But if you come to St. Paul, we got protocols. We got protocols. And we're going to govern ourselves as far as those protocols is concerned. And I want to encourage you, please, man, please, sir, if you're not vaccinated, get vaccinated. If you're not, get vaccinated. Uh, get your booster. Uh, I'm going to get my booster as soon as possible, and 
uh, get your booster. If they come out with a fifth and sixth booster, I'm going to get that too. Amen. Um, because, again, the vaccine does not prevent you from getting COVID, but if you get it, it doesn't have to take you out. All right? So I want to stress that, and I need you all to be our evangelists to let folks know that you can come to St. Paul, just wear your mask, and uh, that's how we going to flow. And if they don't want to do that, they can watch us online. And if they don't like how we're doing things, well, that's them. All right? So um, uh, that's how we're, we're flowing, and, and um, I just want to keep you all safe and um, sound and secure. Uh, Pierre and I, we celebrated 16 years of marriage this past Friday. <clears throat> We went to the Kim concert and Babyface, and uh, I think we were the only ones up in there wearing masks. <laughs> and wasn't no shame in our game, amen, amen, wasn't no shame in our game. So uh, again, my brothers and sisters, please take care of yourselves and, and be careful out there. As we prepare to go to the Lord in prayer, there are several prayer concerns and um um, and people and families that I want to bring before you want to lift up the family of uh, Disciple Willie Perry, who's the husband of Disciple Doretha Perry. His services are going to be tomorrow here at the church with the quiet hour at 11 and the services at noon. We also want to lift up um, the family of Brother Aston Powell, who is the father of Disciple Christine Robinson. His services were last Saturday, will be held Saturday rather at the Linstead Pentecostal Tabernacle in Linstead, St. Catherine, Jamaica. Uh, we want to continue to cover that family in prayer. We also want to lift up the family of Brother William Burbridge, the family of Disciple Adero Rice. Memorial service will be held this Saturday, May 14th at Alexander Funeral Home. Quiet hours at 1130. Service will be at noon. Then we want to lift up the family of Brother Joe C. Howard, Jr., grandson of Disciple Betty Hayes. And those services are pending. I want to thank you for giving the family of Brother Ronnie Blackman support on yesterday. Um, still hard to believe that he is no longer with us and his presence is missed. We want to lift up the family of Brother Ben Cotton, the uncle of Disciple Patricia Campbell, the family of Brother Ulysses Whitner, the son of Disciple Beatrice Whitner and uh, the family of Sister Helen Lynch, the aunt of Disciple Yvonne Smith, and the family of Sister Betty Graham Kirkland, the mother of Disciple Charlotte Kirkland. We want to continue to lift those persons up in prayer. And then I ask that you all will lift up um, a dear friend of mine. Um, he's been here at St. Paul before, Bishop Sir Walter Mack uh, in Winston-Salem, uh, the pastor of the Union Baptist Church. His mother died on yesterday uh, at the wonderful age of 94. Um, and God gave her a long life, but even when God gives a loved one a long life, when they leave, it still hurts. So we want you to, if you wouldn't mind, calling out the Mack family in your prayers. We want to continue to also, on our sick and shut-in list, lift up Charles Davis, Walter Fletcher, Cynthia Dickerson, of course, our pastor emeritus, and his wife, Reverend Dr. Paul Drummond and Lady Thomasina. And I ask that you will lift up the Farr family and the Davis family. Brother Anthony Farr is in the hospital. We want to flank him with our prayers. 
And we want to lift up little Sage Davis, who is in the hospital as well. And uh, I say that without breaking any confidentiality because it's on Facebook. Um, but for Sage, she's been diagnosed with asthma. We know that the Lord is a healer and a keeper. And so uh, we want to lift them up in prayer. I'm going to ask that uh, Reverend Brenda Richardson will come, take us to the throne of grace. And whatever prayer concerns you have at this time, if you would, you can lift those up in your own imitable way. Come on, family, let's, let's pray about it. Almighty God, you are awesome in all of your ways. You make the mountains, you make the sea. You take care of everything. Everything that we have is because of you. And we honor you for that, God. We glorify your holy and righteous name. God, right now, before we get into our prayer, we acknowledge that we haven't done everything right. We haven't crossed every T and dotted every I. But God, you love us anyway. Forgive us of our sin of known and unknown. God, we thank you for this day. We thank you it is hallowed and set aside for you. We thank you for all that you have done. We thank you for provision. We thank you for blessings, blessings and blessings. And God, now we come to you with our prayer offerings. We have some concerns, God. We have, we have some folk that we're concerned about, God. We pray for all that are going through bereavement, God, that are going through grief. Because we know that we love and we hurt because we love. So God, come and heal and comfort them as only you can. God, we pray for Sir Walter Mack's family, God, as they lost of their mother. God, we thank you for that. We pray that you would just bless them in a mighty, mighty way. We pray for all losses, God. You are the one that can come and comfort. You will pray that you come and comfort them in the midnight hour like no one can, God. Because we know that to be absent from the body is to be present with you. So they're doing something great and magnificent, God, but comfort that family in their loss. It takes time. So, God, we pray for all that are on our sick and shut-in list, God. We pray that you would bless them in a mighty, mighty way. Go into the hospital rooms, God. We pray for Sage. Give her a covering, God. We pray for her grandfather, Mr. Farr, God. Give him a covering, God. We pray for our pastor and Meredith, God, in every name that is on that list, God. We pray that you would bless over and abundantly all that we need and all that they need to ask for, God. Grant them everything. God, healing is still possible. I don't care what the doctor says. Healing is still possible, God. So if it is your will, in the mighty name of your son, Jesus, God, go into those situations and heal as only you can. God, we thank you for our space in this building. God, we pray that you would just continue to bless as only you can. God, we pray mightily for the mothers. God, we pray even now for the motherless God. We pray because we know that you can be a mother for the motherless. That's what your word says. So God, come and be just that for everyone that is in need. God, we celebrate mothers. We thank you for all that they have done. They've left a legacy in our hearts and our minds. God, so we thank you for that. We thank you for mothers that work from day to day and do the things that mothers do to build their children up. God, we thank you for the space. God, we pray mightily for our pastor. We pray that you would just bless him in a mighty, mighty way. God, I pray right now that you touch him right now for the word he's going to give. God, I pray that you would bless 
his um, his his he goes to be president, the next president of the General Baptist. God, we support him. God, but we pray that you would just bless his steps, order his steps in the mighty name of your Son Jesus, so that everyone can see the vision. God, we love you. We worship you. And we thank you, God, for everything that you are doing. Holy Spirit, come. Be in this place. You are welcome. God, we love you. We honor your holy and righteous name this morning. Can everyone join me in an amen? Amen. 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 If you believe that God is answering that prayer, can you give God the praise that he so richly and rightfully deserves? Thank you, Reverend Brenda Richardson, for that heartfelt prayer uh, that bombarded the throne room of heaven. Sisters and brothers, it's offering time. Let's give God praise for the wonderful, the wonderful ability to give. You and I are most like God, not only when we love, but really more importantly, when we give. And as we prepare to give unto the Lord at this particular time, there are several ways you can give here at the St. Paul Church. The first one is by either dropping off your cash check or money order here at the church. And if you decide to do that, you can call the church office at 704-334-5309 to make sure someone is here to receive your offering. And we'll put it in the safe and it'll be included in the following week's count. The other way you can also give is by mailing your check or money order to the church at 1401 Allen Street, Charlotte, 28205. You can also give through our church website through Church Life or ACS. Then you can give digitally uh, with your smart device through the app called Givelify. If you don't have that app on your smart device, download that app from your app store. Uh, search for St. Paul Baptist Church, Charlotte, North Carolina. Connect your favorite credit card, and in three clicks, you can give. So however you're going to give this morning, be it also, and if you have a physical offering, you can put that in the basket that is on the row closest to you, in front of you, uh, and our account team will receive it. So however you're giving this morning, if you would take that offering, if you can place it in your right hand, and if you're able, lift it toward the heaven. We want to give God what's right, not what's left. And let's go to the Lord in prayer. God, as we come and we celebrate mothers, we come and we thank you because you gifted us our mother. And as we come and as we give unto you, not grudgingly, but cheerfully. Why? Because you love the cheerful giver. Take these gifts of ours and God multiply them in a Godful way. For those who are practicing the discipline of giving tithes and offerings, there is a promise and a blessing connected to that. For those who may be giving something but not yet in that discipline flow, continue to increase their faith. And then God, for those who feel like they don't have to give anything, God, would you in your own way tenderize their hearts and minds until they understand they can't beat you giving no matter how hard they try. Bless now this offering in your son Jesus' name, the ultimate giver we pray. Amen. Amen. If you have a physical offering, you can place that offering in the basket in front of you and our account team will receive it. Thank you.
give God praise and I need you all to do me a favor can you give God praise Oscar is back on the guitar and we thank God for his presence he had been out for a while with surgery and uh, it's good to see you back in the saddle again amen 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 thank you brothers for uh, your wonderful gift of song that you all have shared as far as this kind is concerned I want you to if you wouldn't mind um, as we move forward with the word of God today, turn with me to the oldest gospel, the gospel of Mark. And we want to look at chapter 7. And we want to start at verse 24. Mark chapter 7. And we want to look at verse 24. Now I'll be reading from the New King James Version of the word of God. Mark chapter 7 starting at verse 24. And while you're finding it, I want to uh, thank the Reverend Dr. D'Angelo Dia for a wonderful word that he gave on last Sunday. 
Mark chapter 7, starting at verse 24. These words are printed uh, in the biblical writ. From there he arose and went to the region of Tyre and Sidon. And he entered a house and wanted no one to know it. But he could not be hidden. For a woman whose young daughter had an unclean spirit heard about him. And she came and fell at his feet. The woman was a Greek, a Syrophoenician by birth. And she kept asking him to cast the demon out of her daughter. But Jesus said to her, let the children be filled first. For it is not good to take the children's bread and throw it to the little dogs. She answered and said to him, yes, Lord, yet even the little dogs under the table eat from the children's crumbs. Then he said to her, for this saying, go your way. The demon has gone out of your daughter. And when she had come home to her house, she found the demon gone out. And her daughter lying on the bed. I just want to preach for a few brief moments. uh, The faith of a mother. The faith of a mother. One of the most amazing and astounding things we get as a glimpse from God. In most instances is demonstrated in the love, attention, and affection of a mother. A father may provide some shaping of destiny for a child, but the mother nurtures that shaping so that child can fulfill its purpose, realize its potential, and satisfy its lot in this thing called life. Where would most of us be without mothers who were strong, vibrant, persistent and prayerful. What would most of us have done had it not been for our mothers pushing us to do things that we should have done but did not want to do, to face problems we did not want to face but it made us stronger, to confront situations that caused us to grow, and to deal with reality in ways that help us become a better person. Where would we be without mothers? For those of us who had or still have our mothers that were good and faithful women of God, then you had one of the most wonderful and precious gifts in all of time and creation. I want to inspire you just for a few brief moments to reflect and think about the love of your mother. That love that goes beyond the call of duty and the extent of the unimaginable. It is hard for a mother to give up on her child, regardless of how bad, how crazy, how ratchet, how rambunctious, how confused, how perplexed, how hopeless, how helpless, and how out there that child might be. A mother ain't going to give up on her baby. Rarely will you find a mother throwing her hopes for her child. Her dreams for her daughter, 
her expectations for her son out the window. This is because mothers tend to see more in their children than their children will see in themselves. Mothers have that, what my mom used to call mother wit, uh, that intuition that their sons and daughters can have more, be more, achieve more, expect more, realize more, accomplish more, and get more than that child could ever imagine. This is how mothers act, especially black mothers. And fortunately for us, had it not been for that mother wit, had it not been for the intuition that allowed for our mothers to push us to places we didn't want to go, but needed to go, most of us would not be in the good place we're in right now. In other words, we need to praise God and we need to be thankful for our mothers who had the faith, the love, the tenacity, the perseverance, the grace, the determination, the discipline, the encourage, and the life that got us to the place where one could testify about what your mama had done. But if we're honest, if we take a retrospective look at our lives, many of us would not be where we are had it not been for our mothers. Our mothers who put up with our crazy antics at times. Our mothers who prayed for us when we weren't praying for ourselves. Our mothers who encouraged us to keep on keeping on when we felt like throwing in the towel and giving up. If we're honest, the closest thing that most of us get as far as the love of God in our reality can be seen in mama. This is why... I want to encourage you that if your mother is still alive, thank God for her. If your mother is still alive as we celebrate this Mother's Day, please don't forget to at least give her a call. Nevertheless, I know that the only way that many mothers have survived and have maintained their sanity in the midst of an insane world, the only reason that many of our mothers have survived and thrived and conquered and challenged and scratched and clawed is because they had faith. When mama didn't know how she was going to make it, she had faith. When mama couldn't see the forest for the trees, she had faith. When mama had to rob Peter to pay Paul, she had faith. When, when, when mama had to raise her children by herself, she had faith. When, when mama had to encourage husbands who worked from sunup to sundown and mama had to hit the pavement too, she had faith. When, when, when her children almost drove her crazy and there were times when she wondered if she was doing the right thing as far as being a mother or if she was living up to par, mama had faith. I believe that I got a few mothers who have been kissed by the ebony sun that will testify that you are here not because of your wits. You are here not because of your education. You are here not because of the clothes you wear. You're here because, not because of the job you work. You are here not because of your beauty or your brains. You are here because you put your trust in the unseen God who made a way out of no way through many dangers, toils, and snares. And I just wish I had a few mamas in the house that did not mind giving God praise because of your faith. 
faith, as the writer of Hebrews said, is the substance of things hoped for. The evidence of things not seen. The prophet Habakkuk puts it this way. He says, the just shall live by faith. And, and, and let's be honest, on this Mother's Day 2022, that, that's how many of our mamas are here right now. It's by faith. You're still trying to scratch your head and wonder how you maintain your sanity in the midst of an insane world. By faith. Let, let me ask you something, mama. Uh, how is it that you were able to take leftovers and feed a household for three days and make three different meals? You, you, you did it by by faith. How, how is it, mama, that you were able to raise more than one child on a minimum wage job and yet make it look like you had a million dollars? It was by faith. How, 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 how is it, mama, that you were able to take the strength that you had and work uh, 10 to 12 hours a day, then come home, cook a full meal, wash the clothes, help with homework, and then satisfy your man? It took more than one of day vitamins. You had to have faith. Can I raise it to a higher level? Because when it comes to faith on this side of the Jordan... You cannot maintain your sanity, have a peace of mind, and function with some sense unless you know that God is keeping you when you can't keep yourself. The writer of Hebrews puts it this way. He says, but without faith, it is impossible to please God. For he that comes to God must believe that God is and that God is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Faith is the belief about things you cannot see and yet you know somehow God can bring it to pass. Having faith is to be convinced and convicted that the will of God shall be done no matter what other folks say or do. It is simply you placing yourself in the hands of the sovereign and amazing God and being convinced in your spirit that somehow everything is going to be alright and will work out for your good according to those who love God and who will conform to his purpose. You know, um, I need to do a church check right now. Y'all don't mind if I do a church check right now. Uh, I, I know it's Mother's Day. And, and, and I know that, that, that some of us get a little skittish on Mother's Day. But, but I just need to do a church check with some mamas in the house. Any mamas in here know that you are here by faith? Uh, any mothers know that you raise all those kids by faith? Uh, any mothers know that you're only alive and functioning by faith? I, I really wish I could preach it the way that I feel it. You, you may not have a dime, but you're living by 
by faith. You may not have a man, but you're living by faith. Uh, you may have a man, but you're still living by faith. Uh, don't know how you're going to pay the car note, the house note, the school tuition, or get you some clothes, but you know you're going to make it by faith. Do I have any mothers in the house that know you're only here because you place your faith in the unseen God and you know that the Lord will make a way somehow? That's the case. That's the case in the woman in the text that I want to present to you today. And, and I contend that this woman had to be a sister. The story of the Syrophoenician woman is intriguing and somewhat shocking when you read it on the surface. Because when you read it on the surface, it doesn't put our Lord and Savior in the best light. Jesus has been engaging in religious and theological debate uh, with the Pharisees. As you read from verses 1 through 23, the Pharisees were upset uh, with Jesus because his disciples were eating bread with dirty hands. And Jesus had to tell them, it's not what goes into a person that makes him or her defile, but it's what comes out of a person. However, after having dealt with these cantankerous, legalistic, religious church folks, Jesus decides to go to a place where he thinks they will not follow him. And, and I've discovered that there are times when you need to just pull away from religious, legalistic, cantankerous church folk because they will get on your reserve nerve. That's the nerve past the last nerve. The Bible says that he goes to a place called Tyre of Sidon where there are mostly non-Jewish people living there just so he could get some rest. Wants to get away from the crowd. But a woman who was not a Jew heard that Jesus was in the area and she sought him out. Can I put a pen there just for a moment? Can I ask you to put your kickstand down just for a moment? Because I wonder, what would you do if you heard that Jesus was nearby? Uh, the Bible says that she sought Jesus out. She was Greek by nationality. She was Syrophoenician by birth. And Jesus, according to the customs of the day, was not to have any dealings with her. This woman had a daughter whom she claimed to be demonically possessed. We don't know if she was married. We don't know if she was rich or poor. We don't know what behavior traits her daughter was demonstrating that caused her to believe that her daughter was possessed. But can I conjecture just for a moment? Can, can I use my sanctified imagination? Maybe, just maybe her daughter used to be a straight A student. And is now getting D's and F's because she's smoking weed or doing meth. Maybe. Maybe her daughter used to be a nice, cordial, and obedient young lady. Got turned out by some no good boy. And now all she has is sex on the brain. Yeah, it does happen. Maybe. Maybe her daughter was engaging in the habit of cutting herself for attention. Maybe. Maybe her daughter was contemplating the horrific act of suicide. Maybe. Maybe her daughter 
was smelling herself as she was going through puberty. Was now cussing her mama out and fighting her and calling her everything but a child of God. Maybe, maybe her daughter used to go to church with her. But told her mama, I ain't going down there to the St. Paul church no more because I don't believe in God. I, I don't know what it was, but it caused sister girl to say, if Jesus is in the area, I'm going to find him because I need him to do for me what I can't do for myself. Uh, but in a sense, Jesus really does not want to be bothered. Not right now. I mean, he has just dealt with some crazy religious folk. And they have drained him of his stuff. And he don't want to deal with nothing else. Not right now. Let me get a nap. And I can handle that a little bit later. Let me get some food on my stomach. And I can deal with that after I take my siesta. But not right now. But I can tell you, sister girl had to be a black woman because she kept on persisting. Because her daughter needed help. And she heard that Jesus could do something about it. So she asked Jesus to cure her child. Notice the response. Your Lord, my Lord, your Savior, my Savior said to this woman, let the children eat first. For it is not right to take the children's bread and give it to the dogs. She replied, call me a dog if you want to, but even the little dogs under the table eat the children's crumbs from the table. Jesus said, girl, you done messed me up. Go on home. Your daughter is fine. She's going to be all right. Just go on home. I got you right now. How is it that this mother demonstrates profound faith that moved Jesus Christ? It's right there in the text. And if I can unpack it for you real quick, I'll be out your way. First of all, sister girl comes to Jesus in a posture of worship. <laughs> Y'all don't see that. Uh, it says, for a woman whose young daughter had an unclean spirit heard about him and she came and fell at his feet. That is a posture of worship. It is a position of humility. And what I have discovered, mothers, is that if your faith is legit, it's going to make you want to worship God. It is through worship that your faith is strengthened because you at least got to believe in the person that you're worshiping. She would not have kneeled at his feet if she didn't think Jesus could do something about her situation. She would not have put herself in a position of humility if she did not think that Jesus had what she needed. I want to submit on this Mother's Day that there is something to be said about the posture of worship and humility. Because when you get to the place where you're willing to bow down and worship God, bless God, revere God, 
praise God, it sets into motion where you become satisfied with God and it causes God to do some stuff for you that you cannot do for yourself. That's why, mama, you can't be afraid to worship uh, even when you got your children with you. You can't be afraid to worship even if you got your man or your husband with you. You can't be afraid to worship regardless of where you are. Why? Because you know, had it not been for the Lord on your side, ain't no telling where you would be right now. And a whole lot of us in the house know that it was nobody but God that got us where we are right now. See, see, mama in the text came to Jesus because she needed something. Her daughter was demon possessed. Her daughter was devil driven. Her daughter was weary because she was acting out of her mind. This mother was tired of what she was seeing her daughter do to herself. However, she had heard about a man from Galilee that was able to heal the sick. She had heard about a man from Galilee that was able to give sight to the blind. She had heard about this man from Galilee that was even able to cast out demons. How did she hear about him casting out demons? Because she had heard that in Mark chapter 5 there was a brother wandering around in tombs cutting himself and when Jesus showed up in the graveyard, uh, uh, he asked, he says, what is your name? He said, my name is Legion for we are many and those demons started trembling when they saw who Jesus was uh, and they started trembling and said listen don't send us to hell but send us into the pigs uh, so that we can at least hang around a little while longer and Jesus said let it be and the Bible says that that man that was once demonically possessed by a legion of demons was seated clothed and in his right mind I'm still trying to let somebody know that when you bow down to our God in the form of Jesus Christ won't he show up and when he shows up, won't he show out? But can I say something, Sister Deborah? I want to let you know that worship, though, wasn't enough to heal her daughter. Ooh, 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 ooh. No, no, no. Your worship sometimes help me preach this thing. Ain't enough for you to do what you need to have done. Because not only was she there to worship, but her worship prompted her request about the problem with her daughter. All right, all right, all right. In other words, when she came to Jesus, she had a problem that only he could resolve. Bible says, Bible says, Brother George, that she asked Jesus, begged Jesus to cast this demon out. In the Greek, it really reads like this. And she kept begging and begging and begging and begging and begging and begging. As a matter of fact, she was pestering Jesus to the point she got on Jesus's nerve. But she didn't have a problem begging Jesus because it was her daughter that was at stake. Come here, come here. When you get desperate enough to go to the Lord about whatever you're struggling with, 
You don't care who is watching you. You don't care who sees you. You don't care who hears you because what you need, they ain't got. What you need has to come from a higher source. Do I have anybody in the house? I feel like preaching y'all that ain't too proud to beg the God of the universe about what you need. You ain't too big to bow to beg Yahweh. You ain't too proud to beg Jehovah Shalom. You ain't too proud to beg Jehovah Jireh. You ain't too proud to beg El Shaddai. You ain't too proud to beg Jesus. Why? Because only Jesus can give you what you need. She kept pressing. She kept pressing. She kept pressing Jesus. She was persistent in her request. I contend that the problem with some of us today is that we ain't desperate enough. We're not persistent enough. Uh, we just figure that if we go to the Lord one time down, I'll take care of it. And ain't nothing changing. So sometimes it's not you. It's not that God is hard of hearing. And it ain't that God didn't hear you the first time. The mere fact is that God, uh-oh, might be testing you to see if you're desperate enough about what you need. I'm trying to help somebody right now. There are times in your life where you come to the Lord one time and God can move. Do I have any witnesses in the house? But then there are some times where you come to the Lord on a Sunday and ain't nothing happened by Tuesday. You come back to the Lord on a Tuesday. Ain't nothing happened by Friday. You come back to the Lord on a Friday. Ain't nothing happened the next two weeks. You come back to the Lord the next two weeks. Ain't nothing happened the next month. You come to the Lord the following month. Ain't nothing happened but the next year. But you kept on going to the Lord. And do I have anybody in the house? They ain't afraid to testify. He may not come. Oh, when you want him to come. But doggone it, he's always... He's always, yeah, he, he's always, he's always on time. But can I tell y'all what I like about this mama? This mama, her name had to be Dr. Scott Newsom. This mama, this mama, in her plea for her problem, it prevented her from being hypersensitive. All right. Uh, Cause watch all the stuff she goes through. She comes to Jesus, falls down on her knees at his feet, begging him to heal her daughter, and he calls her a dog. Let the children eat first. For it's not good to take the children's bread and give it to the dogs. Now for Jesus to make that statement, 99% of y'all would have gone off. Y'all don't look at me like that. Y'all know I'm telling the truth. Uh, Please don't look at me like that. If Jesus has said, Brother George, to some of these mamas in the house right now, uh, it ain't good to give the children's bread to the dog. Can't you see her put her hands on her hip? 
purse them lips, roll her neck. Who in the hell you think you are, Jesus? You don't be telling me about calling me a dog. Who you think you are? You a mean, cruel, nasty man. You need to, do you really know who God is? You gonna call me a dog? But sister girl didn't get bent out of shape when he called her a dog. Cause her focus wasn't on what he said. Her focus is on what he had. And Jesus made the statement. She said, I tell you what, bow wow, yippee yo, yippee ain't call me a dog, but I still need you to heal my daughter. Y'all ain't gonna like what I'm getting ready to say. Y'all ain't gonna like it. I, I know you ain't gonna like it. You gonna talk to your cousins about it today at Mother's Day lunch. You ain't gonna like what I'm getting ready to say. But and, 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 uh, Brother George, I don't even know if I should say it, but I'm gonna go ahead and say it because I'm out there now. Gwen, I'm out there. I'm out there. Too many of y'all are too doggone sensitive. When it comes to the situations of life, preach Robert Charles Scott. You're too sensitive and you get too upset when God don't do things the way you think God should do. You get too sensitive, too upset when God does not move the way you want God to move. And when God don't flow the way you want God to flow. But I have discovered in 53 years of living that God's response should not ever dictate my praise and my worship. If God does not do it, what I want done when I think it should be done, that should not stop me from giving God glory and praise. And I need to speak to some mamas in the house right now. Don't you throw no spiritual temper tantrum and don't you be poking out your lip and tripping on our God. We can get sensitive because your blessing just might be around the corner but you will miss out your blessing because sometimes the stuff that come out of your mouth will stop God from moving the way that God wants you to move. But if you learn how to trust in our God and if you learn how to put your faith in God, do I have anybody in the house that ain't afraid to testify that when the Lord moves, he will blow your mind. Too many of you, men included, miss your blessing, miss your destiny, miss your opportunity because you're too doggone sensitive. And I ain't speaking from hearsay. I'm speaking from personal experience. I'm just being transparent right now because I'll admit I can be sensitive. I can hear something that somebody said about me and it'll take me into the dumps. I can be sensitive. And then the Holy Spirit has to take me back into space and said, them Negroes didn't call you anyhow. I'm the one that placed my anointing upon you and I'm the one that called you and I'm the one that kept you. I'm the one that put food on your table and clothes on your back and common sense in your mind. And you're worried about a few folks that ain't got a heaven or a hell to put you in when you got a whole lot of other folks that will give 
give you what you need to go where you need to go. Am I talking to any mother in the house that has allowed for yourself to go into dumps because of that one child that just won't act right when you got other children that are doing what you want them to do, but your love for that one child that does not act right take you into the dump, but I dare you, double dog dare you, to put them in the hands of God and watch God do for them what you cannot do for them. So this girl said, I may be a dog, but I'll take the crumbs. <laughs> you can call me a dog if you want to, but I'm going to stay under this table until I get what I need to get, and then I'll be on my way. Let me, let me get out your way. Because uh, what I like about this mama, uh, I like this mama had scrappy faith. Scrappy faith. Yeah. Scrappy faith. Where you get that from, pastor? Mother in the text concluded that the crumbs from the table, the scraps from God are worth more than you hit in the lottery. <laughs> Scrappy faith. Scrappy faith. She, she was willing to take the crumbs when she heard in Jesus' reply about those crumbs, she realized uh, it ain't a denial. She did not trip because she couldn't get the whole loaf of bread. She said, I'll take the crumbs because I've discovered that God can do more with scraps than you and I can do with an entire loaf. Oh, okay. All right. I see why I see, I, I, I see why some of y'all can't shout because y'all haven't read your Bible in a long time. But I'm here to tell you right now that God can do more with scraps than you and I can with a whole buffet. Y'all looking at me kind of suspect, but I remember reading in my Bible the other day that there was a crowd, uh, yeah, uh, uh, about 5,000 folks Beside women and children. Jesus had been teaching all day long. He looks at his ride and die boys and he says, feed them. Uh, one of them said, master, all we got is 200 denarii. We ain't got enough to feed these folks. But then one of the disciples found a little boy. I'm trying to tell you he could do more with scraps. Who had uh, five barley loaves. Two little fish. And the Bible says that they sat him down in groups of 150s and Jesus started breaking bread and fish. And the more he broke it, the more it multiplied. And the more it multiplied, the more he broke. Somebody go get this in a moment. The more he broke it, the more it multiplied. And the more it multiplied, the more he broke it. And the Bible says that they had enough to gather and fill up 12 baskets. Don't tell me the God we serve ain't able to make a way out of no way. I believe, I believe, I'm getting ready to take my seat. I believe that, I believe I'm talking to some mamas that's got some scrappy faith. Uh, I believe I'm talking to some mamas that have to admit that's the only way, pastor, I've made it. I made it on the crumbs. I made it on the scraps. But I saw God do more with scraps. I saw God do more with crumbs than I ever could have imagined. 
Can I tell you what scrappy faith looks like? Scrappy faith lets you take leftovers and fix three different meals and folks would have thought you cooked a new meal every day. Scrappy faith empowers you to live in the hood and get your child through the hood without any problems, hurt, or harm. Scrappy faith enables you to raise those kids, sometimes by yourself without adequate child support because you soon discover that God was Jehovah Jireh, the Lord, your provider. Good God, something's pushing me right now. Scrappy faith allows you to fill in the gaps uh, in the life of your family. Scrappy faith authorizes you to pray for your child when he or she has lost his or her mind. Scrappy faith permits you to proclaim that if God be for me, he's more than the whole world against me. Y'all got to excuse me, but my Mississippi is trying to slip out. But do I have anybody in the house that knows scrappy faith allows you to say, the Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? When the wicked, even my enemies and my foes come upon me, they stumble and they fail. Though a host should encamp against me, my heart shall not fear. Though war should rise against me, in this will I be confident. One thing that I desire of the Lord that I will seek after, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life. To behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple. For in the time of trouble he shall hide me. In the secret of his tabernacle shall he hide me. He shall set my foot upon a rock. Do I have any mamas in the house that's got scrappy faith? Scrappy faith allows you to say, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. He leadeth me in the path of righteousness for his namesake. Yeah. Though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou prepares a table before me in the presence of my enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil and my cup runneth over. Surely can I get a surely praise right there? Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life and I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Do I have any mamas in the house right now that ain't afraid to to attest I got scrappy faith I'm closing y'all may the Lord bless you real good but Jesus said to this mama when she said that even the dogs deserve the crumbs from the master's table Jesus said to this mama sister girl you are right with me go on back to your house your daughter is made well go on back to your house the demon 
and affliction is gone. Go on back to your house. Your daughter is healed. I'm here to let some mama know what comes out of your mouth will cause God to move. And if you ain't too afraid to let the Lord know, I'm going to trust you when I can't trust nobody else. Won't God make a way? I'll see y'all later. May the Lord bless you real good. But mama's faith, recognize that God is. Mama's faith acknowledges God can. Mama's faith knows that God loves. Mama's faith understand God cares. Mama's faith believe that God can save. Mama's faith confirms that God heals and proclaims over and over and over and over that the Lord will answer prayer. Good morning, St. Paul. May the Lord bless you real good. But do I have anybody in the house right now that will help me give a praise? Because can't nobody do you like Jesus? Can't nobody do you like the Lord? I believe if Sister Girl was here at church, she would jump up, come grab my mic, and say these words. It's no secret what God can do. What he's done for others, he'll do for you. With arms wide open, he'll pardon you. It ain't no secret what God can do. Is there anybody here that know he's able to make a way out of no way? He's able to put food on your table. He's able to put common sense in your mind. He's able to put a roof over your head. He's able to bring that wayward child back home. He's able to give you water when you're thirsty. He's able to heal your body. And if you know it's nobody but God who is able to keep you when you can't keep yourself. I need some mamas in the house right now that ain't too afraid to give God praise because you know you're here because of faith. If there's nobody but the Lord, lift up your hand, throw back your head, open up your mouth and give him praise. Say yes. admit that the only reason we are where we are is because our mama had faith to do some stuff for us that we would not be willing to do for ourselves. Who am I talking to right now? Lord, um, 
I struck not gold but platinum when I married Pierre. Not gold, platinum. And I, I, I watch, I watch how she interacts with our daughter. My prayer is that they will have, beside the relationship with God, the strongest human bond here on earth. And, and don't get me wrong, I, I love Pierre Charisse. Love her. I love her. But ain't nothing like that woman down in Mount Sola, Mississippi. Named Dorothy Scott Newsom, who was praying for her boy. And, and, and if you ever met up, my, my mama, she's an interesting bird. Uh, she would say, when he's in that pulpit, his tail belongs to the Lord. But when he comes out of it, that tail belongs to me. <laughs> and, and, and to this day, at 53, getting ready to go on 54, if I'm in Mississippi and I'm hanging out with my fraternity brothers and it's going to go past, watch this, 8 o'clock, I'm calling her, I'm going to be in late. Because don't get it twisted. And I want you to hear me and hear me well. Boys need fathers of some male presence. My father is deceased. My father died in 2020. My spiritual father, the late Reverend Dr. Charles Booth, died in 2019. My mama is still here. And, and with all of them, though, it has been Dorothy Scott Newsom that was with me from the day I came out of the womb until now. If you have a mother that is still alive, or if you had a good mother, can you just celebrate and give God praise? Listen, we're about to get out of here. Um, we're about to get out of here. Uh, when you get old, there's certain stuff you can't do like you used to. Woo, Lord. All right. But I want to take this time right now because there's a mother somewhere. Y'all can be seated. There's a mother somewhere that is praying for her child to have a relationship with God through Jesus Christ. There's a mother somewhere that's praying for her child that used to have a relationship that is coming back. I'm going to ask my deacons, if you would, just stand and watch over the congregation just in case you see somebody that may be trying to move or wanting to move. I'm going to ask that if you sense that, just go to them. I want to lead you in a short prayer, a prayer of a new life, a prayer of a brand new start, prayer of forgiveness, a prayer of eternal life. And if this prayer touches you, I want you to make a decision for either Christ or the St. Paul Church. Uh, if you've never been baptized, that'll be a decision for Christ. If you're confessing God through Christ as your Lord and Savior, that'll be a decision for Christ. But if you are saved, you've been baptized, and you haven't been going to the same a church, or you haven't been going to the same church, you're seeking out a church, we would love to be your church home. I would love to be your pastor. But I believe there's a mother somewhere praying for her child, her son, her daughter, to either get right with God or come back to God. So let's bow our heads in a word of prayer. And if you would, repeat this prayer after me. God, I thank you for praying mothers, for faithful mothers. Jesus had a faithful mother who watched him die on a hill called Calvary. 
for our sins. I want a relationship with that Jesus. I believe he died for my sins. I believe God raised him from the dead. And I believe one day he's coming back. But until then, send your Holy Spirit into my life. Forgive me of all my sins. Help me be the person you want me to be. In the name of Jesus, I pray this prayer. Amen. Amen. Hear me and hear me well. If you're in the house right now, you prayed that prayer for the first time in your life where it makes sense and you want a relationship with God, you want to be baptized. You want to say, listen, I'm tired of living this way. I I want to get right with God. If I'm talking to you, just do God the wonderful pleasure. Just put up your hand right now. If that prayer was for you, would you put up your hand? 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 If that prayer was for you, would you put up your hand? 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 If if you got your hand up, if you got your hand up, would you go ahead? If if we could do that, go ahead. I want you to come on down right now. We're going to celebrate you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Come on, come on, come on. Thank you, Brother Sessoms. Thank you, Brother Eric. Deacon Eric, Deacon Sessom. Listen, if you're watching us, if you're watching us on YouTube or on listening to us on telephone, if that prayer was for you, I want you to type in salvation. Email us at connect at spbcnc.org or call the church at 704-334-5309. Leave your name and your number. Someone from the office is going to reach out to you by 5 o'clock tomorrow to let you know what the next steps are. If you're watching us on our website or on Facebook, would you type in salvation, salvation? Come on, let's give God praise for this person that is coming. Would you type in salvation on Facebook or the church website when our digital minister is going to reach out to you immediately? Let you know what the next steps are. Come on, let's give God praise for those that are coming. Hallelujah. Here's my second call. Here's my second call. Because for me, this is the high point of worship. Here's my second call. If you're in the house right now, you're here in the St. Paul Church physically. You don't have a church home. Or maybe you had a church, but you haven't been going. Or maybe you just stopped going to church. You are part of what is called the D-Church or the unchurch. You know God. You love God, but you don't have community. And don't let nobody tell you you don't need the church. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. It's community. We ain't perfect, but it's community. Listen, if you don't have a church home, I would love to be your pastor. I believe that these disciples would love to be your brothers and sisters in Christ. Am I right? Am I right? If you don't have a church home, I would love to be your pastor. You ain't got to search no more. I want you to do me this favor. If that's you, would you put up your hand right now? You don't have a church home. If you got your hand up, I want to be your pastor. Man, I want to be your pastor. Can I be your pastor? Can this church family be your church family? Come on down. Come on down. Come on down. Will there be another? Will there be another? Will there be another? Will there be another? You're looking for a church home. You're looking for a pastor. You're looking for family. I want you to go ahead and move right now. Move right now. Put your hand up right now. Will there be another? Will there be another? I know somebody's saying, but pastor, I'm afraid to walk in front of all those folks. Listen. Listen, ain't nobody going to bite you. 
I promise ain't nobody gonna bite you. We're gonna love on you. We're gonna clap for you. We're gonna clap for you. Will there be another? God bless you. God bless you. Here comes another. Here comes another. God bless you. Here comes another. Here comes another. Will there be another? Will there be another? Our deacons stand ready to walk with you down the aisle. Will there be another? Will there be another? Will there be another? Will there be another? Those that are online, would you just put in clap chats in your in the chat box? Put in clap chats right now. Will there be another? The Lord wants you right now. Will there be another? Will there be another? Will there be another? Will there be another? I want to be your pastor. These men and women want to be your brothers and sisters in Christ. We want to do life with you. Life with you. Will there be another? If you are watching us online on YouTube, on telephone, email us at connect at spbc.org or call the church office at 704-334-5309 say, hey, I want to join St. Paul and I, somebody will reach out to you by 5 o'clock tomorrow let you know what the next steps are. If you're watching us on Facebook or on the website, type connect, C-O-N-N-E-C-T or however you decide to spell it. Type that in. One of our digital ministers is going to reach out to you let you know what the next steps are as far as becoming a part of the tribe of St. Paul. St. Paul, I need you to do God the favor. I need you to do these wonderful gifts that have come our way. The wonderful delight. Can you celebrate and give God praise for them right now? Here's the deal. Pre-COVID, I will come give each one of you all a handshake or a hug, but I'm just going to do either fist bump or elbow bump. Amen. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you, my brother. God bless you, my sister. God bless you, my sister. God bless you, my brother. Listen, I want you all to follow. Um, Okay, that's the same. I want you to follow these lovely people. They're going to take you to the gym. Going to help you to understand what you're doing at this time. As you all go out, we're going to shout for you and give God praise for you. St. Paul, can we celebrate? Come on, we can do a whole lot better than that. We can do a whole lot better than that. We can do a whole lot better than that. St. Paul, I said we can do a whole lot better than that. This is better than what the Panthers or the Hornets will ever do. Somebody coming to the saving grace of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. We're getting ready to get out of here. We're getting ready to get out of here. We thank God for what God has done in this space, in this place. Um, Go ahead and stand on your feet if you're able. Again, happy Mother's Day to all the mothers that are in the house. And I hope that you are treated with the graciousness and the the love that you so deserve. All heads bowed, all eyes closed. God, we thank you for the wonderful gifts you have sent our way. We come now and we prepare to leave this place and this space thanking you for what you continue to do. Bless all the mothers that are in the house biologically, legally, and spiritually. And now, God, as we leave from this place and this space, but never from your presence nor your power, keep us in your sovereign care until we're able to come back together again and witness, worship, and work. And now to him who is able to keep you from falling and to present you faultless before the presence of his glory with all exceeding joy to only wise God, our Savior, be glory and majesty, dominion and power, both now and forevermore. And the people of God said, amen. Come on, let's give God praise. May the Lord bless you. Be safe and be careful. God bless you. 